Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, if you're new here, good news. We're here to bring you new and upcoming artists and songwriters. Turn you on, on to some damn good music. And most importantly, share the stories. That's really what this is all about. Sharing the story behind the folks' careers, the folks' songs, the whole nine yards. I just want to dive in a little more and get really to the detail behind everything that they do. We're so quick to hear a song on the radio and never think twice about how that song was created, who who went through the details behind the lyrics, things like that, and that's really all I love learning about. So I'm so glad that you're here to join us. Real quick though, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let y'all know since it's now been posted and shared across all of our social media platforms, We are gearing up to do our second Riders Round here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be held October 17th. Music kicks off at 6.30. It's going to be at Finn's Rooftop of Margaritaville Hotel here in downtown Nashville. Bringing you six artists. You get to hear the songs, the stories behind the songs, share some laughs, just have a damn good time. And I mean, what's better than that on a Monday night? One of our riders that we are having on the Riders Round is actually from Fort Myers. You can hear his story a couple episodes back. His name is Carter Smith. Great guy. His family still lives in Fort Myers. And if you know me, you know I love helping people. So we're going to have our shot glasses there for sale. 100% of the proceeds go to helping Fort Myers rebuild after the devastating hurricane. If you can't make it to the Riders Round, but you feel led to donate, any donation, big or small, doesn't matter. It is very, very much appreciated. You can always Venmo us at Lindsay on Air. That is L-Y-N-Z-E-E-O-N-A-I-R. You can get all the details on all of our social media pages at Backport Sippin' P-O-D for that second Riders Round that we are hosting. Today, I'm talking with Alabama native Johnny Daly. How did music kind of come about for you? Like, did it play a big role in your early years or when did it kind of all take off? You know, I've always loved music. I've got memories being five and six, always having my walk, walk, man. Remember the CD players with the lid? Mm -hmm. Always walking around with that and then getting a little older and uh, riding around in my cousin's truck. And uh, he was eight years older than me. And for some reason, we hit it off. I think it's because I had two sisters and I was sick of hanging around them all the time. So we spent a lot of time together and he would always show me all the new records, George Strait and Kenny Chesney and Alan Jackson. And, you know, so I I became a fan then growing up and uh, and then started playing in church, you know, my hometown church and 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 leading the youth group and, you know, singing in choir and all that stuff. And, and, you know, one thing led to another. And next thing you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to move to Nashville and, and uh, write songs. And um, so it's, it's, uh, I, music's always been there. It's, it's, I can't really explain why or how I got to where I am. It's just, I guess I kept after it for 20 years, you know, <laughs> There you go. Where is uh, home for you? Yes, yeah, so I'm from Alabama, like Birmingham area. So I'm like 30 minutes north of there. So you f- are you familiar with I- anywhere down there like Birmingham? Yeah. Cool. So I'm from uh, a little town called Argo, Alabama. Okay, cool. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, 
but yeah, it's a great place to grow up. I miss it all the time. I, I, uh, I'm always looking for some land up here in Tennessee. Yeah. I can give my kids what I had growing up, you know? And how many kids do you have? I've got two boys, five and a three-year-old. So they're nuts. They, they keep us busy. And I've got one baby girl on the way. So oh, how exciting. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wild house right now. But I bet. All is good. You think they're going to follow in dad's footsteps? Maybe my five-year-old, he, he, uh, he's got a little mini Martin guitar that he picks up and strums and tries to write a song every now and then, you know, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, if they do, that's great. If they, if they want to do something else, then, then that's all right too. And, uh, I didn't follow in my dad's footsteps. He was a, uh, he was a con- like a contractor builder. Uh, my whole family was in construction. So when I wanted to chase after music, you know, it was, it was kind of a shock to everybody. That was, that was the, the most unlikely path, you know, to take. So whatever makes them happy, I guess, you know. Yeah. Well, mentioning, you know, that your family does construction and that you kind of veered off a little bit. Yeah, what do yeah. they think now, you know, now that you've got a publishing deal, you're out here making it in Nashville. What do, what do they think? Yeah. They're proud and happy and they, they love, you know, watching it from afar and, uh, they're excited. You know, I, I think I've been chasing this dream for a long time. I mean, I, I, I wanted to move to Nashville when I was 18, right out of high school and, and rode the fence for a while of just trying to figure out how to get up here and, and get my foot in the door like everybody does. And, you know, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. And, and uh, so they saw me trying to, trying to beat the door down for a long time. So I, I think they're, I think they're happy for me that, that it's finally starting to come together. I still build on the side and build furniture and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I kept a little bit of that with me, you know, so yeah, they're, very uh, cool. <laughs> they're, they're happy. Talk to me about your publishing deal. How did that feel? Because I'm sure like everybody else in Nashville and especially in this industry, we've all had times where we were like, man, is this really going to pan out for me? How did that feel when you finally got that call? You got that deal. It felt great. You know, looking back when I first moved up here, I was just thinking, you know, you have all the confidence in the world. You're like, I'm going to, you know, get up there and write songs and it's going to happen quick. And, and, Thankfully, it happened fairly quick, and it was it was incredible to get that opportunity with my first publishing deal. But now looking back, I'm like, man, I could have been, you know, it, you just get up here and you realize how much talent there is up here, and it's like, man, I could have could have gone a lot worse than that. But you know, it's a dream come true. Like I said, I've been trying to knock the doors down for eight to ten years, and finally, it's like all the star stars lined up, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm writing songs every day, and and learning from my favorite songwriters and, you know, realizing how bad my ideas are and that I need to, you know, just, just, I don't know. It makes you better. It makes you better. Anytime you're, you know, around songwriters that you, that you've looked up to your whole life and and people that have been doing it longer than you, you know, it's just, it's awesome to get the opportunity to, to be in the same room as those people because you do, you do learn a lot and you, you just learn, you know, what makes a great song and what makes a great hook and a title. And I'm still learning. So Mm -hmm. I'm just grateful to still be doing it, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. What does a typical day kind of look like for you? A day where I'm writing a song, you know, at, at my publishing company, get up, make coffee. I'm usually up pretty early because I got to get the kids out the door to school with my, along with my wife. And so I'll get up, drink coffee. I usually sit down at, at, uh, at my computer and I try to like, even if I only write a half a verse or two lines that rhyme, you know, that's what somebody told me, you know, just sit down and try to write two lines that rhyme. I try to like get up and get that out of my system so I can, you know, at least, I don't know, you never know, you might come up with an idea, you know, just from writing those those lines or whatever comes out. So I try to get up and just get my mind working in that direction. And then I head off and usually show up around 1030 or 11. That's usually when writes start around here. And so I'll do that and just go in. Whoever I'm writing with that day, I'll just look on my calendar and go in and sit down and I don't know. We'll just do our best to write the best, you know, idea in the room. And, uh, and that's it really, you know, and I, then that usually takes, you know, four or five hours to, we either finish the song or come up with something great. And we got half a song and then come home and raise my kids and go to sleep and then do it all over again the next day, you know? There you go. Which so, to a lot of people listening, that probably sounds very easy, but <laughs> Yes. Uh, It's not always working like that, is it? (laughs) No, no, it's not. Especially when you do it every day and you're like, man, is this song ever going to get cut? Or will, you know, will one of my songs as an artist, is this for me or is this going to, you know, move the needle or will this go over good in a live show? It's just, it's a constant just mind game of what's going to work and, you know, just, yeah. Songwriting's hard. I, my wife always, I, you know, I always say she has the hardest job, but when I come home, you know, it's like, it took her a while to figure out and for me to let her know, like, Hey, I know I've just been writing a song, but it's, it's like a mental thing. You know, you come home and you're just mentally just drained, mm-hmm. you know, song. So it's hard, but I always say it beats bailing hay or working in a, a metal shop like I did growing up and, and sweating all day, you know? So, so it's, it's definitely, definitely a dream job for sure. You can't ask for much more than that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Do you have anybody that you're kind of like dying to write with? Like even just like two or three people that you're like, wow, if I got in a room with them, that, that would be it. Yeah, That's a great question. You know, I've actually, had the opportunity to get in the room with two guys that I respect the heck out of and moved to town really loving their songs. Uh, one is Scooter Caruso, who's become kind of like a mentor to me. And another one is Alan Shamblin, who I recently just kind of uh, started writing with. And he's kind of moved into that same role of just being being a songwriter friend, but also just kind of a uh, a, a mentor and telling me the do's and the don'ts and yeah, about the business. And uh, But I would say moving forward, probably in that same category, Mike Reed, he wrote some great songs and like, I can't make you love me. And he's just in that category of like storyteller. And so yeah, him, I mean, gosh, I love writing with, uh, Josh Osborne. I've written with him a couple of times and, uh, there's so many, there's so many great writers in the town, but as far as what I do and what I want to do, you know, that's, that's, that's probably, my cup of tea those guys yeah. mentioned Very so cool. 
I was like asking that question because you are right. This town is filled with so many people. So every time I yeah. ask, it literally is like a list of different people. It's so cool to hear yeah. everybody's answers. Yeah. I mean, I could probably go down and list you out 10, you know, that, yeah. that, I, that I would want to write with or hope to write with one day. And, and um, but, you know, songwriting is such a weird thing because it's like, you have to, you have to connect with that person that you're writing with, you know, especially for me writing as an artist, you know, like who can, who can I tell my story the best with, you know, that, that uh, it's going to, that people are going to relate to when they hear the song, you know? So kind of brings us to your latest single. Cause I definitely want to dive into that. So you released got married um, back in August. Mm-hmm. I assume that that was a very easy song for you to write the easiest so- one. That's, that's what I was thinking. So talk to me about that. Why, why August? When did you write it? Who'd you write it with? All the good stuff. Yeah. So I wrote it with Dan Couch and Maddie Bubell, who Dan, I'd been writing with for for a while. And Maddie, I just met, I think that was our, our first or second write, but we actually wrote that song like three years ago. Oh, wow. So yeah, it was it was a while ago, and uh, it was one that I've been waiting to get out for a long time, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just wrote that song from my story, word for word. I mean, that's exactly what happened the whole way through. You know, met my wife, dated for eight months, found out she was expecting. Next thing you know, we're having a baby boy, and I thought I was going to stay in my small town, work for my dad, and he passed away from a battle with cancer and then we end up moving to Nashville and doing the whole music thing. And so, yeah, I credit her for, for, uh, for getting me up here, you know, yeah, (laughs) life can change on a, on a dime and the unexpected can happen and curveballs are thrown, but you know, it's just kind of like, sometimes those are the the best things, you know, absolutely. But yeah, we wrote that song and like, Two and a half, three hours, probably. I'm thankful for Dan Couch, who I wrote it with, because I was just sitting there telling them, we're, we're, I forget what we were talking about, but I, somehow we got on the story of me getting married and how that all came about. And he was like, we need to write a song called Got Married. I was like, okay, tell me what that, that would sound like. And I <laughs> spit out like the first two lines. And met a girl, made a baby, fell in love, got married. And I was like, wow, that is, that is really cool. So that was one that was sent down from above. I think. What did your wife think the first time she heard it? She loved it. I think she was taken back because it was such a real song, you know, mm-hmm. it was used to hearing just, you know, just your, your standard country song, which is, which is good too. But yeah, she was excited. It took everybody to a while to like really hear the song for what it was, you know, I mean, everybody I think heard it and was like, Oh, that's like, that's great. That's such a cool song. That'll be like, Track number 13 on an album, or you know, <laughs> like a storytelling song way, way at the end of an album. But, you know, then I started playing it out at rounds and shows, and that would be the song that everybody after the show would come up and be like, hey, what's that song you played about, you know, getting married? That was that was a great song. So I think the more reaction we had to it, it was like, all right, we need to, we need to put this song out, you know? Yeah. Speaking of playing rounds and playing shows, how do you handle being on the road and away from your family and your kiddos and everything like that? That's such a good question. I've been thinking a lot about that because I've been starting, you know, starting to play more shows now that COVID's wrapped up and, and, and we're getting back out there. And, uh, 
it's tough. I mean, it really is. It's one of the hardest things about this business for me. And, and you know, one of the things that makes me be like, sometimes just, is this all worth it? Because I, I, one of the worst things for me is being, being away from them. I love coming home at night and seeing them, but definitely a team effort. You know, I, I have the support of my wife. Kids don't really know yet. They're just like, hi, dad's at work. And he's mm-hmm. on the trip. But, you know, I think it's just part of life. And I remember growing up and, and my dad being gone on on a plane for a few days at a time and just doing his work. So, you know, I just look at it as I have their support. So that mean that means the means the most. So uh but it's definitely not easy. Maybe it'll get easier. I don't know. I hope so for you. I couldn't part, imagine. <laughs> part of the part of the job, I guess. Definitely. Outside of music, what are some hobbies that you enjoy doing? Building, you know, right now I'm building a guitar. We're almost done with it. Actually, it's, it's uh, I gotta do a, do like two more things, and I'll put the strings on it. So we'll see. Oh wow! How it sounds, yeah. Hopefully it'll hopefully it'll sound good. So that's something I've always wanted to do. It's like the one thing that kind of combines my love for music and building all in the same circle. So and that's really about it. I don't know if I have time for much else outside of family and music and and all, all, all the other stuff. So. That's pretty cool, though. When you get done with that guitar, you got to post pic on Instagram. So we can see I will. It. I will. Yeah, I've, I've posted a few videos just kind of working on it and stuff. But I'm kind of nervous because like it could it could sound like total crap, you know, and then like, well, then what do I do? You know, so I'm not selling any of my guitars until this one, you know, sounds fair enough. <laughs> hanging on to. That's so. awesome. Well, speaking of social media. While we're kind of on that subject, where can our listeners find you online and stay connected? Check out your music. Just all the all the regulars, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music. And then, yeah, I just I got some shows coming up. So if anybody's Texas or, or kind of around the southeast, be on the lookout and come see a show and hang out. And Perfect. <laughs> Very cool. Have you played in Texas before? I have not, but I've got four shows coming up in the next month. So I'm pretty fired up. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite song right now that you like to play live? I would say uh, probably Trouble or Beers in it. I think those those go over well. You know, they're just party good time songs and especially Beers in it, you know, so it's Kind yes, of, it is. <laughs> kind of hard. To, kind of hard to go wrong with those. Speaking of beers in it, I got to tell you something real quick. So yeah. we have a playlist as well that we feature the artists on, and then cool. I also did like a summer jams one. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing. I was at the NASCAR race, yeah. and Bush Light had like a tent and all that stuff set up. And they were having trouble with whatever playlist they were playing. So I was yeah. like, hey, man, I got this playlist for you to check out. Yes. And they played it. And like your song was the first one that came up and everything is the coolest thing. Well, I owe a big thanks to you because my song playing in a bush light tin was like a dream come true, you know. <laughs> I was like, man, this couldn't have been a better song to kind of release kick, the first one here. <laughs> yeah, kick things off. That's awesome. Well, thanks for adding the song on there. And that's super cool. Bush yeah. Light NASCAR. What else could you ask for? Exactly. I'm like, hey, sponsor me, man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. For a kid from Alabama, that's pretty, uh, pretty dang good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what is next for Johnny? Just keep on grinding, putting more music out. I'm really excited. I think we're going to put out a 
kind of a piano version of got married in a couple months. So that'll be good. And, um, got a, another song coming first of the year and then an EP after that. And, um, getting out on the road, playing shows, meeting fans. So more of that. Repeat, 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 you know. We love to see it. (laughs) Awesome, Johnny. Well, thank you so much for hopping on an episode. And I'm excited for all the new music you're about to lay on us. It's awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. And uh, this has been awesome. I've enjoyed it. Daddy always said I walk before I crawl. Never bothered with an underhand towels. Just picked up and threw that baseball. Started county road driving before I got my license. So I guess it wasn't no big surprise when I got just a little bit ahead of myself. Met a girl, made a baby, fell in love, got married Bought an acre on the edge of town where we Watched the sun set down on the prairie Sipping on sweet tea Well, I'm sitting here holding her hand It sure feels like God's plan To think I ever thought that I messed up Met a girl, made a baby, fell in love, got married Around town, down their nose. Sometimes it's where the stairs we got are January cold. But Daddy said, Son, hold your head up high. Had a shotgun wedding in late July. She looked so beautiful and white. Met a girl, made a baby, fell in love, got married, and bought a Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sippin' with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sippin' P.O.D.